Cyril, thank you for the wonderful meal, but what are we doing here? Soft jazz music played through the overhead speakers in the modern chic restaurant. A waiter dressed in a tuxedo refilled my wine glass while I folded a napkin in my lap. Cyril extended his arms and adjusted the cuffs of his crisp white shirt, peeking out from under the sleeve of his black suit jacket. He brushed a dark strand of hair out of his face and stared at me with those brilliant sapphire eyes, as though I were daft. Wrinkling my brow, I countered his gaze. What? Don't give me that look. It's a perfectly valid question. He glanced at the ceiling in annoyance and leaned in my direction. Well... Since it's just the two of us, and we're dining at a nice restaurant, I thought the moment would speak for itself. He blinked and released a heavy sigh. We're on a date, Lyndon. A date? I narrowed my eyes in suspicion. Cyril and I had never been on a date. He was practically a demigod, for Christ's sake, the most powerful being on Earth. Hell, there was a good chance I was the second most powerful. Dating? That's crazy. Yes, Light, a date. That human custom where one lavishes attention and expense on another and engages in mindless drivel and hopes the night will end in bed. His use of Light, the pet name he gave me on the day we first met, always softened the condescending explanation that followed. I combed my long red locks into a loose ponytail with my fingers, stretched my arms above my head, and then released the strands until they once again framed my face. When have you ever had to wine and dine me to get laid? He cleared his throat. I haven't. His voice was soft, yet precise. But just because you've never required it of me doesn't mean you're not deserving. I tried to speak, but the words wouldn't come, so I fixed my gaze on the glass of red wine. If he continued to say things like that, I'd end up tossing back my drink. Tender Cyril made me uncomfortable. I could deal with brutish Cyril, arrogant Cyril, even indignant Cyril, but endearing Cyril was always hard to reconcile. Being alive for damn near ever can give a man an edge, and his powerful nature had provided no incentive to hone his diplomacy skills. Linden? He reached across the table and surrounded my hands with his, squeezing them tight. You will always be two people in one body, who you once were and who you are now. You've become someone new, faced a new reality, new laws and new struggles, but that other side will always be there, the piece of you thirsting for humanity. Perhaps, if our relationship had continued after we first met in the cemetery, back when you were patient with me, when you were kind, when you were... The word caught in my throat. He stroked his thumb over the soft skin on the back of my hand. Don't be afraid. You can say it. When I was human with you. I swallowed hard, not understanding why giving voice to the idea was so difficult. Yes, human. But then Michael screwed everything up. He took you from me and killed you for years on end, making you suffer the sting of death each time you came back to life, but not before exploiting my loneliness and desperation by marrying me. 
I had nothing left, not you, Aunt Eva, or my sanity. Everything died in a very human way, or so I thought. Neither one of us can go back to the way things were. He continued to caress the skin just below my wrist. It accented how large his hands were compared to mine. There was nothing small about Cyril. Not his hands, his feet, his height, his... I cut off the thought before it formed. It took little to work me into a frenzy where he was concerned. Even a stray thought about what he could do with such sizable parts of his body would need to wait. Plus, won't pretending just make it harder? I mean, isn't it better my humanity be stripped like the proverbial band-aid it always was? If it goes unsatisfied, yes. But I, for one, don't think we're in an all-or-nothing situation.